Portions of this program may be pre recorded. All engines running, commit liftoff. Good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, and uh, I am happy to have you joining us on this Thursday, September 3rd. Thank you for birthday wishes from my SWAT guys out there. Yesterday, I turned 59, and um, I do appreciate those texts. Thank you so much. And uh, I am happy to have my... uh, friend carl smith on today carl is a guy that um bennett brown one of my uh board members who is a, a banker here in town recommended and he is considered the nation's number one diversity engagement expert he was a major in the army retired u.s army major and uh, a best-selling author of frederick douglas republicans and so uh, major Smith, welcome to SWAT Radio. Major, are you there? Hello? I can hear him. Hello? Yeah, Major Smith, are you there? I'm here. All right. Uh, welcome to SWAT Radio. How are you? I'm doing exceptionally well. How about yourself? Good. Hey, I got a quick question for you. Are you hearing any yeah. background music in your uh, ears or, or coming back at no. you? You are? No, uh, not now, no. Okay, good. We, we've had a problem. We've had a little bit of problem with that. And uh, But welcome to SWAT Radio. Um, uh, Major, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And um, you have been a warrior, uh, both in the Army, and you're a warrior out there now who is... Uh, a Frederick Douglass Republican. Explain what that is to our listeners. That, yeah, that's really an adjective. It just it, it just uh, describes my 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 thinking in terms of that. I believe in the life empowering values of Frederick Douglass. These are things that Douglass wrote about and he preached about. For example, respect for the U.S. Constitution. I believe in respect for life. I believe the limited power of government, where I like to keep more of the money that I make. I believe in personal responsibility, which comes out of Second Thessalonians. If a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. I believe in economic prosperity. I believe uh, also in school choice, religious liberty, free speech, women's rights, the right to keep and bear arms. So those are just some of the things that Douglas wrote about. He lived it. And uh, and I share those life-empowering values of Douglas. So a Frederick Douglass Republican is not a person based on your skin color. It's a person who embraces those what we call those life-empowering values of Frederick Douglass. Well, I appreciate um, your heart. Uh, one of the things I read about you on your uh, – uh, and by the way, uh, the content of character series, is that your website? Is that a place I can send people? To, to, to learn that is about. not that is not my that is not my website but i have participated in their program my website uh, is liberty messenger usa.org okay liberty, liberty Mes- messenger usa 
LibertyMessengerUSA.org. Okay. LibertyMessengerUSA.org. I got it now. And I'll, yeah. I will be referring. My... Yeah. Yeah. You got a blog on there, and I, I take it you got a that podcast, my, that's too. My, that's my blog. That's my blog uh, page right there. Okay. All right. Great. So that's uh, LibertyMessengerUSA.org. And uh, you said the Word of God changed your life, and the writings of Frederick Douglass changed your thinking. What did you mean by that? Let's start with the Word of wow. God first. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I come from a very staunch Christian home, and so I thank God that really I come from good stock. And uh, my parents have uh, taught me, and my brothers and I have three brothers. We, we were growing up in a staunch Christian home. And so the teachings of Jesus Christ, of Christianity, I think is good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's helped me to understand life, how to live my life, be a godly man, be a godly father, be a role model for my children. And uh, so I, I thank God for his word. I thank God for those scriptures that has, uh, if you live them out, you can live a very, you can live a quality life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, that, I'm not saying it's going to be peaches and cream along the way, but um, the quality of life is, is is an opportunity if we apply ourselves. Well, God is the and designer so, of everything. You were in the army, right? And exactly I'm, I'm sure right. if exactly you right. if you tried to do things that the generals didn't want you to do, <laughs> you're going to mess things up, right? If everybody just kind to do their own design, and so I think uh, you're right, and that's why we say at SWAT, um, the Word of God is the starting point for us and our authority and and, and that's exactly right and so i appreciate that well how did you get introduced to frederick Douglass, and how did his writings change your thinking ah mm. uh, wow i didn't want to get involved in well, well basically it was like I, said, I grew up in a staunch christian home and also grew up in a staunch democrat home and so for me uh I don't want to jump into politics per se, but since you asked me the question, <laughs> I a- was voting. I was voting in the way uh, that was opposite of my worship, mm. and I, I was voting in a way based on family tradition, not based on my values. And so, what happened to me one night? I read. I was reading my Bible, and I read this Bible, this script, so many times in my life. But this night, it hit me in a way that had never hit me before. It is Second Corinthians thirteen and five. If you read 2 Corinthians 13 to 5, coming out of the message translation, it goes something like this. Examine yourself to make sure you're solid in the faith. Mm-hmm. Don't go alone taking things for granted. Test yourself. You need firsthand evidence that Jesus Christ is in you. If you fail the test, do something about it. Mm-hmm. Well, at that time, I started testing the way I was voting. As a Christian, as a believer, who I'm not, I'm not going to compromise my faith, I was voting in a way that's contrary to my worship on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I will praise God with holy hands on Sunday, but come Tuesday, I'll be voting the opposite of my worship. Mm-hmm. And so in my book, I coined the phrase where God diagnosed me, told me I was a political schizophrenic. <laughs> that through my vote, I was spitting in my God's face. And that's something I wouldn't do on purpose. Mm-hmm. But I was doing that, and uh, I actually went through three days of solid depression, Doug. Mm-hmm. I went through three days of solid depression because I did not, it did not dawn on me that I was actually voting the opposite of my values. Mm -hmm. And when that awakening came, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't try to spit in God's face on purpose, 
but I was doing that based on how I was voting in my, in my view. So all the things I believed to be true, I found that it was a lie. Mm-hmm. So not only did I not only did I have awakening to, to my spiritual awakening, I had a political awakening. I started more voting my values. See, for me, Doug, it's not about the donkey of the Democrat Party. It's not about the elephant of the Republican Party. It's about the lion of Judah. Mm. Well, it's and I think, but a lot, you know what, you know what, Major, and I and I hope you're okay with me calling you Major. It's hard it's for called, me as a Marine. It's, called, it's, called, it's, called. it's hard it's as a Marine for me not to <laughs> refer to you as a Major. But anyway, um, I will say K. Carl just so people know who you are, because if I keep saying Major, they're going to think your name's Major. Uh, but, you know, yeah. one of the things is that Christians, we, we want to be apolitical in the sense that we want the highest priority we have to be to God. But what happens a lot of times is, is because of that, we don't get involved in the political process in a country where we have the freedom. And I believe the responsibility to do that. And when we go into that realm, a lot of times we're quiet. And one of the things that I appreciate about what Bennett told me about you is you have made some very good uh, principal points about what's happening in our country and even from your own perspective. And I wish you would expand on that just a little bit about how your faith has informed your, your political involvement and your voting, because a lot of Christians don't get involved at all, except they're getting involved. Now people are panicked on both sides right now. Everybody, you hear the alarm going up on whatever side of the aisle you're on or whatever view you have. Every, our country is in chaos right now. And so yes. how has your faith informed you in in making these, um, you know, these? you go and speak at a lot of places and you've influenced a lot of people. In fact, I was reading about you before uh, the program today and you... you you influenced one guy to switch from the Democrat Party to the Republican Party over in Louisiana after hearing one of your That's talks. Right. Uh, former State Senator Eva Guillory. Uh-huh. Yes. So, so, That's a very good question. That's a very good question. Now, here's what I come to believe. I, I believe that we have a biblical mandate to be involved in politics. Now, you won't find that in Scripture where it says you must vote. But we have a biblical mandate to care for the poor. Mm-hmm. care for children, and care for the elderly. Mm-hmm. If we if we have that biblical mandate to care for them and politicians can pass legislation to impact their lives, mm-hmm. we got to be involved in politics. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that's no, that's no dispute about that because i got to make sure that we, we have uh, legislative uh, office holders in power to pass legislation that's going to improve the life of those I just described, not to uh, take away from their opportunity to live a quality life. And uh, so if that's the case, then I can't sit back on the sidelines pointing and just complaining. I got to be involved in the legislative process to make sure those kind of, those godly people are in office. No, that that's, 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 that's a great yeah, that's a role. That no, it's not passive. And when we come back from this break, uh, K. Carl, we we are going to talk a little bit about that the the difference in the two platforms because really 
It's not about the people. It's about the platforms. And uh, you're listening to uh, SWAT Radio, and I'm uh, with K. Carl Smith. We're coming back after this break to talk about Frederick Douglass, K. Carl Smith, and what's going on in our country right after this on SWAT Radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.astore.com. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the one religion failed for the good Lord has come to see and say he's on This is Doug McCary of His Light Ministries with SWAT Radio, and you're listening on 91.7 FM here in Jacksonville, 91.9 St. Augustine, 91.3 up in Folkestone, Georgia, and the Lighthouse up in uh, Virginia, and over at WMER in Meridian, Mississippi. And we are happy to have in the on our uh, phone line today uh, Major K. Carl Smith. And uh, I got a question. What does the K stand for? Well, my first name is Keith. Keith. And All right. So my, daughter, yeah, my daughter said to me one day, said, Dad, Keith is not strong enough. Let's <laughs> go ahead and eliminate the last four letters off your first name. Take your first letter of your first name, and let's go ahead and put it with your middle name. Because my middle name is Carl with a C. So publicly, I go by K. Carl. And that's one word. There's no period or anything. It's K. Carl, capital K, capital C, A R L. I like that. I think I'm going to go to J. Doug. How do, how do you like that? J. <laughs> Doug go. McCary. There you go. 
Anyway, uh, hey, uh, so I want to tell our listeners, you can go to Amazon.com and get um, uh, Kay Carl's book, Frederick Douglass Republicans, The Movement to Reignite Americans' Passion for Liberty. You know, and a lot of people may be unaware. I mean, when they think about Frederick Douglass, they think about abolitionists, but I can be honest, until Bennett had shared with me your website or, or and talked to me about what you shared, and I looked at it, I had no idea that he went from a slave who escaped and got his freedom to being worth what's equivalent to $20 million today in today's money through speaking fees and being asked to speak at places. Back then, that was amazing. I mean, that's, that's just... Oh, that, that, that's amazing today. Well, yeah, you're right. It is. So, so when when Douglas passed away in 1895, at age of 77, back in just today's money, back in his time, mm-hmm. he had three hundred thousand dollars in savings. Three hundred thousand dollars. Here's a guy who was a slave for 20 years now, and you know that was not retroactive pay. Wow. Associated with that. Wow. And so when I read that, that blew my mind. So I became curious. What was the action plan that he employed? Because whatever worked for a slave can also work for a free person. Yeah. Well, success is not a secret. Success is a system. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, he 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 really was fascinating. And I want to go back some of the things you said that he advocated economic prosperity, liberty, school choice, you know, uh, the free speech, you know, right now. In our country, uh, K. Carl, that is something that people don't have. I mean, we we say we have it, but you, if you go out and you say some things, and I even heard one of your uh, interviews where you were talking about, uh, in fact, maybe you could share with our listeners about one time you got invited to a Super Bowl party and you started talking politics and what happened when you started expressing views different from the majority of the people that were in the room with you. <laughs> well, 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 yeah. When I told them that I was a conservative, and uh, the, the now these were my friends. Now there's like 18 to 20 blacks were there. Of course, they were Democrats, and they started attacking me. And I said the word conservative, and all of a sudden I just grew seven heads. They called me everything but a child of God. They called me foot shuffle, Uncle Tom, uh, sellout, the house in word. I mean, their insults ran the gamut, and uh, but it didn't end there because their insult made me curious on how I can better articulate my values, my, my, my thinking, it, articulate a way where I can win the narrative and really win them and inspire them to vote their values. Mm. But I want to go back to something you said about free speech. Douglas gave a speech in Boston. The speech is entitled, A Plea for Free Speech in Boston. Mm. And Douglas said this in his, in his speech. He said, quote, tyrants cannot tolerate free speech because they know the power of it. Mm. Well, that's what's going on. Well, you know, I uh, there there were there was a quote that I really loved by Douglas and I think I I don't know what kind of airplay it would get today or what kind of uh you know, um uh, buy-in it would get, but you know, he was attacked because he I know that he would uh try to make alliances across racial and even ideological lines. He would have dialogue, which we miss out on a lot today. And, and, and he was being accused of, uh, you know, having a union with the slaveholders during the time of slavery. 
And he said, I will unite with anybody to do right and with nobody to do wrong. Man, wouldn't that be a good thing for us to adopt today? We got to have that. Matter of fact, Dr. King, oftentimes, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., oftentimes he he met with members of the KKK on weekends. Because how how else are we going to prove the racial relations unless we have some kind of communication? Mm -hmm. Not talking is not the answer. Mm -hmm. We got to sit down and we got to converse. And so how can I help someone raise their level of morality or, or seem not being a racist if I don't engage them? Yeah. And so that's what we have to do. Okay. Silence is not the answer. All right. I, 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 I just uh, I interrupted your Super Bowl story. So you had 18 to yeah. 20 people there telling you, uh, they were telling you, hey, you know, they were coming down on you because you were expressing these conservative uh, thoughts and talking about being a conservative. So tell us what happened. Right, 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 right. Well, so what happened about uh, So I went back home thinking and mostly praying about how can I better win this narrative? How can I better articulate my values uh, and share this with my friends and my family members? So a year later, after a lot of reading and research and God's guidance, a year later, I invited those same black Democrat friends of mine to my home. Mm. Reluctantly, they all came. And, of course, that night, the subject of politics surfaced. This time, when they asked me about my political identity, they said, Kate Carr is a conservative. I said, wait a minute. I'm more than a conservative. I'm a Frederick Douglass Republican, and I believe the life-empowering values of Frederick Douglass. Respect for the U.S. Constitution, respect for life. I believe the limited power of government. I believe in economic prosperity, free speech, school choice, women's rights a right to keep and bear arms. When I shared that with them, all of them started talking about how they were a Frederick Douglass Republican too. Wow. And then I said, you know what? It worked. Because the first time in my life, I had the confidence, the knowledge, and the skill on how to trump the race car, pun intended. <laughs> well, uh, I know on your, by the way, um, K. Carl's uh, website is libertymessengerusa.org. That's libertymessengerusa.org. And on there, you have as your vision to advance liberty, opportunity, and fair play for every American. And I, I don't know how with that vision you would get blowback and feedback that would be negative, but I imagine in some of the places you've gone, you get pretty significant blowback, especially lately, huh? Not anymore. I I don't get that anymore. Not since that time with my friends, because my political identity is I'm a Frederick Douglass Republican. Okay. So that, that, that is a curious statement because, because for a lot of people, that's the oxymoron, but because it's oxymoron for a lot of folks, it gives me an opportunity to explain what I mean by that. And then through explaining what I mean by that, I'm able to find common ground with people. Well, is Douglas, so, is he the most celebrated black American in history, you think? He should be. Yeah. I don't know if he is, but he <laughs> should be. A lot of people, they know of Douglas, but they don't know the substance of Douglas, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so I think he should be because he's the father of the civil rights movement. Um, what he overcame by being a slave, because racism today in the United States it is pale to the race and the Douglas dealt with. We've come a long way. Mm-hmm. We've got more work to do, but it's not the same that Douglas dealt with. Douglas started off as a slave. So no matter which victim category people may think they're in, mm-hmm. nobody today can out-victimize Frederick Douglass. 
when he was a preacher too, right? He was, I think he was an ordained preacher uh, as well and was very he was an active. A-M-E Zion preacher, yes. Yeah, I thought so. Well, um, well, K. Carl, a quick um, question here. We, we got to go to the news break uh, on the on the half hour. Um, one of the things that I think affects us most in our country right now is people who have conservative views uh, of religion or of, yeah. of the right to life or equality yeah. even, I mean, um, less government, that kind of stuff. We get shut out a lot of times. We People, when we try to talk to people, walls go up right away, and I think we lose the battle before we ever get started because we can't ever get a message across, which is kind of what you were talking about. How can we change that? When we talk about that now, after the break. Yeah, I, I want you to, well, go into it, and, I, and I'll give you, we got about two minutes, okay. Okay, let me first start off. At, uh, addressing a question you made before, I think the last break, there is no perfect political party mm-hmm. because people are not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the Republican Party is bad, in my view. The Democrat Party is worse. Mm. Okay, but when it comes to what, what a lot of conservatives understand, and you just alluded to it, the word conservative has a racist connotation mm-hmm. because of negative propaganda and because of conservative Republican missteps back in 1964. So, especially in the black community, the word conservative has become culturally ingrained to mean racism. Wow. If you say you're a black conservative or a Christian conservative, that's what you're saying, but that's not what people are hearing. What people are hearing is black conservative, black racist. Reagan conservative, Reagan racist. Tea Party conservative, racist racist. Wow. So, so, so before you get a chance to speak, you've already been discredited. Well, that's what, and that, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Hey, we when we come back from this break, uh, can you talk about the missteps of 1964? Because some people may hear that, and I'm even here now. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going back to that. Sure. Thinking Barry Goldwater maybe or something back there. So maybe when we come back, you can explain that a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll be back after this break. Hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. K. Carl Smith, who uh, Frederick Douglass Republicans, he's the president and founder of the Pre- Frederick Douglass Republicans. You can go to Amazon.com and get his book. And you can also go to his website, which is LibertyMessengerUSA.org. That's LibertyMessengerUSA.org. We're going to be right back with more of K. Carl Smith on SWAT Radio after the news.
Hey, this is Doug McCary. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. And we've got Kay Carl Smith in today on the radio talking with us about Frederick Douglass Republicans and dealing with really how to engage people. He's the number one diversity engagement strategist, uh, according to one news source. And he has got a great website called Liberty messengerusa.org and by the way forget about amazon support k carl go to his website because the books are cheaper on his website <laughs> you can go to his website you can get the book uh frederick douglas republicans what he wrote about that that strategy go there and there's other items you can get you can support him you can read about uh, things that he writes about that are very helpful in engaging people. And right now, we need strategy. We can't just basically what we were talking about before the break is we can't just start talking to people and say, well, we're a conservative. Because the truth is, when you say that, like he was sharing before the break, walls go up immediately. People start calling you racist just for saying conservative. Because when they hear that, they hear racist, uh, and you were sharing about that, and you alluded back to 1964. Um, okay, Carl, talk about the mistakes of the Republican Party back then that have led to what's happening right now. Well, that night when I was attacked by my friends that watching that Super Bowl game, I became curious. I wanted I wanted to understand or have a better understanding why they're attacking me about this word conservative. I knew about the propaganda, negative propaganda. But then again, I said, is there anything in history that can kind of clarify what's going on? Now, I don't have a Ph.D., but I've done some Ph.D. level research. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to 1964, July 2nd. That's when President Johnson signed the civil rights legislation into law. Mm -hmm. Now, if you recall, your racist, segregationist, Democrats, Democrat senators, they filibustered the bill and voted against it based on racist grounds, racist reasons. They were racist. Mm-hmm. They wanted segre- they wanted no, no integration. Now, there was a certain Republican senator from Arizona by the name of Barry Goldwater. Mm-hmm. He also voted against it, not for racist reasons. He voted against it based on constitutional grounds. Uh, Robert Bork was a Yale University professor at the time. Robert Bork wrote a 75-page opinion that Goldwater used to form his decision. So Goldwater voted against the legislation not for racist reasons, but for constitutional reasons. Mm. Matter of fact, Senator Goldwater was an integrationist. Uh, Goldwater, at the age of 37, when he inherited his family's department store, he was one of the first business owners in Phoenix to hire black cashiers and went around the city encouraging other business owners to integrate their establishment. Hmm. Barry Goldwater, in 1948, he started the Arizona Air National Guard as an integrated unit before Truman integrated the armed forces. Hmm. In 1953, it was Senator Barry Goldwater who integrated the Senate cafeteria in our nation's capital when one of his black staffers was refused service. So Senator Barry Goldwater was not a racist. He was, in fact, an integrationist, but with his no vote, he sided with the racist. You follow me? Uh-huh. Uh, here's, two, here's two dots. you got to follow me here. Okay. What was, what was Senator Goldwater's nickname? 
His uh-huh. nickname, if you recall, was Mr. Conservative. Uh-huh. What was the title of the book he wrote in 1960 that sold over 3 million copies? Was it Conservative? The, t- the title <laughs> of that book was The Conscious of a Conservative. Oh, yeah. Now, t- to add insult to injury, at the 1964 Republican Party National Convention that was held at the Cow Palace in San Francisco, the party of Lincoln, the party of emancipation, who did they nominate as a presidential candidate running against LBJ in 1964? Mr. Conservative. Barry Goldwater, yeah. Barry Goldwater. When that happened, black folks left the Republican Party in mass. My parents and many of my family members at that time were staunch Republicans until 1964. When I asked him about it, my dad said, look, the Republican Party didn't want us, and mm. the, but the Democrat Party was worse. So black folks felt politically homeless. Mm. And, of course, the Democrat Party started courting the, the black electorate. So um, that's what happened. That's when the word Republican and the word conservative start becoming culturally ingrained in the black community to mean racist. I mean, I was a young boy at that time. I can recall when I was talking to my dad, I heard the name Barry Goldwater, the word conservative and Republican Party used in the same sentence. That's when it all happened. Barry Goldwater got 6% of the black vote. Wow. That, so, that, yeah, I mean, that's now, a good little history lesson for us. <laughs> so. Well, that's that, to me, I said, that's it. So that's why that word conservative, matter of fact, I'll tell you this. You'll be happy to know that Rush Limbaugh agrees with me. Does he? On November November the 28th, 2018, the third hour of the show, November 20th. You can go to this website, look at the transcripts. November the 28th, 2018, the third hour of his show, Rush Limbaugh said this to his listening audience. He said, quote, stop using the word conservative. Wow. He didn't say stop being a conservative. He said stop using the word conservative to identify yourself because when you use the word conservative, you're automatically putting up a wall in opposition. Because when you use the word conservative, when you use the word conservative, people automatically think about you're talking about a racist. Mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh's solution was, he said, identify yourself as a problem solver. Mm-hmm. I like where Rush is going, but that doesn't go far enough. The best way to identify yourself is to refer to yourself as a Frederick Douglass Republican, but you got to have the content to go with it. Well, you got to carefully study and show yourself for proof. Well, you know what you're talking about. So, so let me let me pose this to you real quick. So, when I sure. think of, let's say, you know, biblical views, how about that? Versus uh, progressive views of the Bible. Progressive meaning it's evolving, right? Um, sure. In sure. the progressive view, there's a freedom of religion should be diminished, and it, it in basically you have freedom from religion. And the biblical view means that people, individuals should be to free express their beliefs in the public square, whatever they believe. That's what this country was founded on. So that's you talk about our God-given rights. Yes. These are God-given rights you're talking about. That's exactly right. what has to happen, what I had to do with myself when I started reading my life backwards and trying to understand why I was getting to a point where I was not really voting my values, Mm -hmm. I had to decide for me if I was going to be a Christian champion or a political chump. Mm. That's, my, that's what I had to, I 
had to look at. In other words, am I going to vote in a way that shows my love and my allegiance to the God I serve? Or, or am I going to do the opposite? Because it's, to me, it's all about voting your values, but you got to know what your values are. Well, well, yeah, exactly. If you don't know what your values are, you can't vote them. I mean, right? Exactly right. So, um, like I said, and that's a, that's tough now because for people who are not voting their values and they're voting based on tradition, it, that's a tough. That's it's hard to come out of that. I mean, strongholds are hard to break. That's a stronghold. Hmm. But, but the question is it, the question I've learned to ask people. If not, if you're a Christian, that's not the right question. I want to know what kind of Christian are you? Mm. Yeah, that's a. That's a can use, I'm a Christian. Well, no, what kind of Christian are you? Are you a Christian that's not going to compromise your faith, mm. or you're kind of Christian that you find reasons to compromise your faith? Well, that's why I love the verse you said from Second Corinthians 13, where Paul says, "Examine yourself." See, we live in a time, okay, Carl, where people don't like to examine themselves, and they certainly don't want you examining them because people, you know, uh, people think. In fact, you hear this term thrown out a lot. You know, you're not supposed to judge people. You're not supposed to judge people. The Bible says, "Judge not." No. It's not talking about accountability with each other. In fact, the Bible says that we should start with the household of God. So anybody that professes to follow Jesus should be accountable for living like they follow Jesus. And going back to what you said, if you are voting against God's values, which are being championed, things like same-sex marriage, Things like uh, abortion, th- those kind of things, those things go against God's values. And and I, I think, you know, and what, what I'm hearing you say is if we use the term conservative, I'm a conservative, that immediately throws a wall up that prevents us from really dialoguing with people about these values, right? Most definitely, yeah. You, it's, it's impossible. If you're going to have an honest conversation with someone uh, or about your values as a conservative. Using the word conservative is not going to make that happen. Mm. It's not going to make it happen. Just, just, just got to face that. We've been, we've been, that word has been demonized by the, the progressive effectively. Mm-hmm. So why use it? And I will say this to you. You've been about people saying don't judge. You're right. We shouldn't judge, but I tell you what, I agree with the judge. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with him. Well, and what he says, what he says, he's king. What he says goes. I agree with him. Well, one of the things, and we didn't get into it a whole lot, but I, I wanted to read this. We got about two minutes, and then when we come back, I, I want to open it up to questions. If anybody wants to call, you can call 844-777-7928, or you can email Doug at SWATradio.com or ask at SWATradio.com, and I'll, I'll pose your question to Kay Carl. But uh, real quick on the life and times of Frederick Douglass, he, this is – his story, he was not more than 13 years old, and he was lonely, destitute. He longed for a father and protector. And it says the preaching of a white Methodist minister named Hanson caused him to feel that God was that protector. God was that father. And he ended up bowing his heart to Jesus and trusting Christ and saying that I want to entrust myself to him. So when we come back, 
I want to I want to talk about that just for a minute about the fatherlessness problem in our country. All right. Hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. We'll be right back with more K. Carl Smith. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Hey, this is Doug McCary. Welcome back to SWAT Radio with my guest, Kay Carl Smith, today. And we have been talking about uh, um, Frederick Douglass Republicans. Kay Carl has a book called Frederick Douglass Republicans, The Movement to Reignite America's Passion for Liberty. And you can get that by going to his website, which is libertymessengerusa.org. That's libertymessengerusa.org. And just click on the web store. And uh, in addition to that, he has some really good blogs on there. If you're serious about defending liberty and the Constitution, I hear a lot of people talking about the Constitution. And that was one thing that was very important to Frederick Douglass, the, the Constitution of the United States. He did not believe that the Constitution supported slavery. He thought the Constitution actually... Uh, talked about the equality and and not uh like some people promote out there that it goes uh, you know basically it was a basis for slavery even though people there um might have had slaves and i, I mean you know one of the questions that uh, i did get asked uh k carl for you um before we go okay. to that what i was talking about is are frederick Douglass principles still valid in our culture because we have a different culture, a different time, and isn't it true that he was really a separatist? So, uh, can you respond to that? <laughs> the, the first part is the, the the values of Frederick Douglass stand as test of times. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about a God-given right for free will, mm-hmm. free speech, uh, all these, to me, they're godly principles, because you can find correlations of that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, even though Doug has been there for hundreds of years now, uh, it's, it's the values that he embraced that stand the test of time. Mm. 
That's what, so to answer your question is they're valid today if we choose to embrace them mm-hmm. and live by them. That's the problem is the application. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the values. There's nothing wrong with the Bible. There's no problem with the Bible. The problem is in the application of the Bible. Okay. All right. That's good. Well, was he a separatist? The other part, I, I don't, no, I don't see him as a separatist. No. I mean, I got to find out what they mean by that, that definition, because a lot of people say that word, but you got to be careful how, and understand what they mean by it. Well, that, they said a separatist in the sense that, yeah, a separatist in that, that the black people should have their own colleges and their own places of worship, that kind of thing. Well, 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 that was that was something that he it was forced upon us because blacks weren't allowed to to go to other colleges uh-huh. or attend certain churches. Okay. So that would mean that he was a separatist. That was the condition of the times. Like for example, I'm a graduate of a historical black college. Mm-hmm. Black colleges came to be because we weren't allowed to attend the white colleges. Mm-hmm. So. But no, Douglas understood that. Look, we got to work together here. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, when uh, you remember Abraham Lincoln, now Abraham Lincoln had a Back to Africa movement mm-hmm. to send black folks back to Africa. So Abraham Lincoln believed because he wasn't perfect that blacks and whites couldn't exist. So he started his Back to Africa movement. Douglas said, "You lost your mind. We ain't going anywhere." <laughs> well, here's because another. Our, our blood, our blood is in the soil. Why are we going to go back and be a second class citizen somewhere else? We're gonna stay right here. That don't sound like a separatist to me. No, I, 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 I'm tracking with you. Well, here's another question. Because, he, because Doug has believed in assimilation. Well, that's yeah, and, and he believed in integration, right? I mean, he he wanted, oh, did, yeah. Well, uh, here's another question: Are you doing anything right now to get these truths into Christian schools or to parents? Because if we don't teach our youth the truth, the culture's never going to change. Uh, it is. It's, I'm, I'm doing my part. So whoever asked that question, I'm asking you to come on board, learn this methodology, and help me do this. Hmm. I can't do this by myself. There's no way. So my what I've been doing for the past 11 years of sharing this message, I've been traveling the country really preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. But not just preaching to the choir, but teaching the choir how to go out and bring in new choir members hmm. and to spread the message. And also give the choir a new song to sing, because the song we're singing right now is true, is it working? Well, how do we do that? Sing, how do people you join help. you in this? First of all, come to the website. There's another website I need to give you. Go to KCARL, Inc., K-C-A-R-L-I-N-C, KCARLINC.com. Go ahead and sign up for the free, F-R-E-E, free mini course. There's like four or five videos in there. And by signing up, I'm a, I will, I will uh, collect your email information. Oh. And that way I can send you information on how, how to join us, how to become more uh, involved in this, and how to become a Frederick Douglass, if you're hung up on the word Republican, how to become a Frederick Douglass Republican or Frederick Douglass Liberty Ambassador. Oh, I like that. So, so K. Carl Inc., that's K-C-A-R-L-I-N-C dot com kcarlinc.com and you can get a free mini course that uh, will just continue to expand on what he shared today and also if you want his book go to libertymessengerusa.org and 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 if you go to that website you can get his book Frederick Douglass Republicans the movement to reignite America's passion for liberty and you can also support him 
uh, there and what he's trying to do, which I know it's kind of an uphill battle. And right now, it's a very tough time. You know, I want to go back. We must, we must win. What, what we, we must win, Doug. We, we have we got, to. we got to fight this Marxism. Yeah. And the most, the best effective message to counter Marxism is Frederick Douglassism. Mm. Well, you know, one of the things I loved about what uh, Frederick Douglass said when he came to Christ, he heard this message and he said that one thing I knew well, I was wretched and I had no means of making myself otherwise. And that's what it means to be a believer more than anything else is to know that you are wretched and the only thing that makes you valuable is God and Jesus. Jesus is the only thing that's going to change your life, and it changed him. And God, he said he cast all his cares upon God. And, you know, I shared this with a a guy who we had on years ago, or not years ago, months ago, who uh, named Daryl Harrison, that, you know, it used to be that the Christian faith was a vital part of the black community, um, K. Carl, and, and it seems like now that's eroded in a lot of places and been replaced with other stuff that doesn't see the same values that we have in the Bible. Not everywhere. There's still a lot of it, but you know what I'm saying? And and I ask you the question about fatherless. One of the NAACP presidents um, a a few years ago said that the greatest problem in America is not institutional uh, um, uh, ethnic prejudice, but it's fatherlessness. And... Can you weigh in on that real quick before we, we we're almost out of time? But can you weigh in on that? I, I have to agree with that because the problem is so complex. That's part of that's part of the problem. Mm. It is it's fatherlessness. It's godlessness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not managing our money. Uh, it's not taking opportunity of being free. My dad said to me one time, "His son, talking about black people, said, son, we are free as we gonna be." The rest of it we gotta buy. Mm. So we gotta make we gotta make better decisions while we're standing in the midst of liberty. Mm-hmm. We gotta make better decisions about our lives. We gotta take education seriously. We got to uh, be have a father in the home. So it's very complex, but that's one of the things that has to be resolved. Because it's you gotta understand the adversary, Satan is busy. Mm-hmm. He has not slowed down. We can't slow down either. Satan is involved, involved in politics. We cannot, we can no longer think that we can take our hands off the wheel and let the car drive by itself. Because not, we're going to have ungodly people in office ruling over us. And that's something we should not go for. No, you're right. You're right there. Well, uh, again, I want to tell our listeners, you can go to K Carl Inc. That's K-C-A-R-L-I-N-C.com. And you can get a free course there on um how to engage people without putting up walls like we do so often because we use words that we don't even realize carry so much meaning to people we don't mean them in a bad way but it comes across and like he was sharing and k carl i really want to thank you so much for for being here today and and just ask you how can we pray for you and your ministry and what you're doing? Are, are there any specific needs that you have coming up? Uh, are you are you speaking in Jacksonville anytime soon? I, I don't think Jacksonville is on my calendar. I, 
this year, at this present time. How can people um, get get a hold of you to get you to come speak or share if they wanted you to come share? Now, let me can I can I give you my office line? You can put it out there. Yeah, my office number. Can I do that? Yes, sir. My office number. What is my office number? I got every code. My office number. Yeah. <laughs> every code. Every code two zero five. Okay. Three one two. Three one two. Nine nine eight five. Okay, so if you would like to have K. Carl come speak, and he speaks on a lot of things, but his passion is sharing about being a Frederick Douglass Republican, changing our thinking and engaging people in this political process, uh, you can call 205-312-9985. I know he speaks all over the country. He's been on the 700 Club. He's been on a lot of radio and television programs. And uh, he's happy to come and share. Uh, you can go to his website, kcarlinc.com, and uh, take a free course, uh, a little mini course there, and get engaged with him. Uh, you can also book him on that website. There's a place there you can book him, too, to come speak. And uh, if you know, let's say I know here there's there's different uh, political groups that are meeting that's that'd be a great thing to maybe have him come share i think that's where bennett brown heard you and then if you want his book you can go to libertymessengers.org and get his book there k carl major thank you so much for joining us we're going to pray for you and just uh for your continued mission of sharing biblical values and principles through being an f a Frederick Douglass Republican. Thank you so much for joining us today on SWAT Radio. Not a problem. All right. Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. Hey, uh, if you've been uh, listening today and you didn't get to hear all of it or you'd like to share it, you can go to SWATradio.com. It should be up by about 10 p.m. tonight. You can click on the link for it and share that via email or text. And you can listen to any past program. We're going to be back tomorrow with more SWAT Radio. Hope you enjoyed today's program, and we'll see you tomorrow on SWAT Radio. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening...